watching your one piece. We are! Hey everyone, welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece, the One Piece first time watch podcast, because we don't have powers to like go into the future and see the episodes and then come back and then rewatch them. That'd be pretty cool though. Yeah. But no, even though with a week off, I, I could have, I guess, rewatched uh, 1083, but I did not. I tried reading, but I retain nothing when I read ahead. <laughs> and all you get is me saying, I don't remember this from the manga <laughs> and not checking if it actually happened. I need to start. I need to start reading it like right before we record. It's the only way. <laughs> but anyways, yes. Hello. Welcome back to We Are The One Piece Podcast. Um. Not to be confused with the One Piece podcast, but a podcast that talks about One Piece on a weekly basis. I promise. I know we took off like half of November. That just but that just means you get maybe a longer episode, kind of. Yeah, we'll see. It's hard to say. I feel like the, the last time we did two episodes, which would have been two weeks ago, it wasn't any longer, I don't think, than usual. <laughs> no. Well, that one kind of worked out because one of the episodes, like, nothing happened. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> This one's going to be pumped up also by an ad break. Yeah. <laughs> but so it'll be fine either way. But yeah, I think we'll be back to weekly now. I, I don't know if we have anything coming up until probably next February. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. But anyways, yes, we are back to weekly. We took off half of November and not even around Thanksgiving. We will record next weekend i'm pretty sure we are gonna talk about two episodes this week because of it 1083 and 1084 we do get a brief mention of buggy i'm excited there's not much unfortunately but <laughs> enough to maybe be like what the fuck happening out there what the buggy yeah. doing <laughs> uh but we'll start with 1083 which it's funny because despite it not really being much of the episode it's really just a mention and everyone's being like confused about it and then they move on it is the name of the episode. Is the is like New Organization Cross Guild. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh fuck, oh man, what is this? Oh, <laughs> barely anything in this episode. <laughs> and you know what? It was not anything I could have guessed either. No, I tried. I was curious. I tried to get you a couple episodes to guess. How did Buggy do it? <laughs> Poaching better pirates was not on the <laughs> on the bingo card. Also, these episodes are like. In a weird chrono chronological order, like, if you wanted to do it chronologically, you would do the majority of 1084 during the eye catch of 1083. <laughs> but that would be stupid and annoying, so we're not going to do that. Start with 1083, though. Kinemon's looking around urgently for something, and it's because Raizo and Shinobu were sucked dry last time, if you remember, by Ryukyugyu. Oh, yeah, they were they were completely drained. Yeah, I think what happens with Shinobu is stupid, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's really dumb. <laughs> or did they just kind of talk about how strong Ryukyugyu was, and they're like, yeah, Kaido was like a deterrent from strong people coming here, so we're going to have to be prepared for strong people to come here now. Kinemon was very shamed that he was not involved. He was away with his wife. And then they're like, how is she? He's like, she's good. And we check on her. And they're like, hey, why didn't you go to the capital with your husband? And she's like, oh, you know. And then we go back to Kinemon also blushing. And like, were they just fucking too much? <laughs> were they forcibly separated so they'd stop fucking? <laughs> That's the, yeah. That's the like, only implication I'm getting out of this. When he's like, yep, she's just as beautiful as she always was. Like, huh. <laughs> what, like, what are you? <laughs> yep, they just had to be separated. Like, fucking, uh... Duke's dog, Sorbin, Cat Viper had to like mm -hmm. rip him away. It's like, no, stop. Yeah. Fucking knock Fair. it off. We have yeah, shit for, to do. 
For different reasons, yeah. It's like, <laughs> Kinemon, the country was attacked by an admiral. You should have been there, cause, especially because you have the fire stuff going on. Uh, yeah, so that happens. Uh, Raizo's, like, wishing he was popular, which feels irrelevant. Um, but I, I, And maybe it's a reference to something that happened before that I don't remember. But he's like, I wish that I was popular and like, Lady Ninjas liked me. <laughs> and it does not come up again in these episodes. <laughs> and then we check in on Carrot who's happily eating Odin. The monkey shows up and is like, Carrot, every the Duke Dogstorm and Cat Viper need to see you. And she goes and sees them and they're like, all right, uh, be president of all of the minks. And she's like, why me? And I kind of agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have, their, they have their reasons. And I also think narratively it's so she... Because a lot of people wanted her to join the Straw Hats. It's so she, like, has to stay. <laughs> yeah, she cannot. No, she has a higher calling than joining the Straw Hats. They're, she's like, I'm not even, like, there's so many people stronger than you. And they're like, yeah, we know. But that's not the point. The point is you saw Pedro get exploded, and that yes. made, that prepared you to... Thankfully, they didn't show us Pedro getting exploded. I thought they might. I thought they were going to, too. It's like, I, I'm sure it helps to be reminded that he got exploded. Even for us, what has been a year, I feel like it's it's in the back of my mind. Whenever whenever they say his name, it's like oh, the guy that blew himself up. Yeah, partly, but I think that's partly because they showed it a hundred times. But yeah. and I and I've seen those episodes twice. <laughs> so Lord knows how many times I've seen Pedro blow his shit up. But she does carry Pedro's will most of all. That's just because she was there. <laughs> I mean, uh, couldn't Nami also become the leader? <laughs> yeah, I mean, or Luffy. Like, who else was there? Uh, Sanji. Who kind of looks like Pedro, but I mean, I she's a mink, so I guess they, I guess she has that. But anyways, they're like, look, all of these stronger people, it's their job to like do the the guarding, but like you can be like this responsible leader person. And I'm like, have you met Carrot? <laughs> yeah, fucking. What is it with like? And it's it's definitely like this new generation thing because I th I think it's an interesting parallel with Momonosuke being like what. Mentally twelve, but traumatized yeah. in an eighteen yeah. in like a twenty year old body. But uh, yeah, that's that's the the new generation of uh, dumbass kids <laughs> leading us into the future. Gonna be gonna be doing uh, UN meetings over TikTok. <laughs> the one fear. Carrot would love TikTok. I don't think Momonosuke would. Momonosuke would not understand it. Carrot, you know, when she's just going the fuck off in the bathhouse, I think uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's perfect for her attention span. I guess Carrot the, TikTok dance. The, the like one thing that um they should just they should have just said this instead of like he carries the will of Pedro's like uh, she's actually left Zoe. Like she she's like they been away from the that. island. <laughs> They're like you have actually left, and I'm like. <laughs> So has everyone here. Yeah. Literally everyone here is in Wano. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she went to one other place. Maybe not even two. I was like, was there filler? And I'm like, no, that was with Law. That was before Tress Rosa was the last time there was filler. They should have put her in the, what is it? The film, what, what was it? Stampede had set up? Or was it? Because the, the film Red setup was just flashback. Yeah. They should have put her in the Stampede setup, which, I, which was in Wano. Or during Wano, I should say. It's not in Wano. It's just like two random episodes that don't matter about anything <laughs> as soon as you get to Wano. And they look yeah. like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Go watch the movie that also doesn't look very good. Yeah. Speaking of new generations, Momonosuke and Hiori meet their granddad and learn that he's alive at the same time. They're like, <laughs> hi, I'm your granddad. 
<laughs> I'm here right now. And they cry about it. Keenamon silently reacts. Like it, you hear his thoughts being like, I can't believe this. And he's <laughs> I like, can't. I knew all of the Akazaya 9 figured it out. And they did, except for Keenamon. <laughs> I'm glad that's a, a consistent through line. Like the old reason the fucking plan worked out is because he fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saved by his stupidity. But yes, he pretends that he knew the whole time. Says that he's like, I don't want, I just want to live out the rest of my time in peace. Don't tell anybody that I'm here, but I will like pass down all the history that I can to you. It's all I have to offer <laughs> as an old man who now has funny proportions. And then we go back to the Straw Hats and Frankie learns that the Pluton is here <laughs> and that it's real, I guess, because I guess he wasn't sure about that either. But he's like, damn. And then they're like, oh, that's the thing that Frankie destroyed the blueprints for, right? And I'm like, thank you for recapping that. There was a long discussion in the Discord about this because the last time Pluton came up, which would have, I guess, the last episode, super don't really remember the details from Inya's Lobby. And <laughs> I learned that there's a reason for that from the Discord, that it was just like slightly mistranslated and they ran with it for too long. Oh. And, I, and like, I'm like, yeah, I definitely watched fan subs at the time for mm. Inya's Lobby. And it was just weirdly phrased such that. I was under the impression the blueprints were for a different thing, like a, a counter weapon for Pluton. <laughs> but no, it was like the blueprints for Pluton in case they needed a second one to stop oh, the first yeah. one. <laughs> Frankie blew them up because, uh, I mean, they're bad, but there's one here. They go over it. Appreciate it. Been a while. Glad somehow Usopp remembers or whoever. <laughs> Usopp wasn't there, though. No, you're right. He wasn't there. How does that's, he that's, that? that's actually, I don't, I don't actually think it's Usopp. Jokes aside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think actually Usopp's sleeping in this scene. But uh, I think Robin's like, Luffy, you don't, you don't want the big weapon or anything, do you? And he's like, no. But she's still confused on why Odin wanted, want, wanted to unleash it. Mysteries afoot, I suppose. I would probe you for what you think, but it's not like there's really much to go off of. Uh, you know, my my thing, I think I said this the last time we talked about it. Uh, I, I th To me, I think, oh, Odin's seen the horrifying bad things the world government has done so he can use the weapon to take them down or pose a threat. <laughs> yeah, maybe point it at Mary's wall or destroy the, the red wall or something. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be my guess. And, that, and, that, and also, like... I don't know. There's theories going around that Luffy will destroy the Red Wall and all the seas will come together and make all blue. And also that'll be what destroys Fishman Island because it's under it. <laughs> like, it, it's a, that's a long string of like things that have been set up. What if they're all the same thing? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, so that's, yeah, that's a conversation. Shinobu shows up and now she's drawn like an Oda hot lady instead of an Oda joke lady. <laughs> I think it's dumb as shit. It's how she looks now. And Otama is her student. And she's like, can I join your crew, Luffy, when I become a strong ninja? And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Caribou is also just off screen having a great time. <laughs> yes, remember, he's here. We haven't yeah. seen him since they fucking broke out of prison. Yeah, no, he helped Luffy. He was like, I conveniently have a feast oh, wait, in, my, yeah, that too. <laughs> in my gullet that I can give to you. And he recuperated. He hel he's the reason that Luffy wins, you know, ultimately. <laughs> He's conveniently hears about the Pluton, and he's like, between that and the Poseidon, which he knows about, which is just Shirahoshi, he's like, I know someone who would want to know this. And I'm like, who? 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 <laughs> Caribou, who are you going to report to? 
Okay, but who are you working with? Buggy? Are you part of the Cross Guild? God, can you imagine Bucky getting the Pluton? <laughs> and he just it's just, and it just shoots a big muggy ball, but like destroys the world. <laughs> that's that's how the show ends, actually. Island destroying muggy ball. <laughs> Caribou's yeah, Caribou's the fourth pillar of a Cross Guild. <laughs> Go to iCatch, and then a few days later. We see Momonosuke doing business, being busy, being a shogun. Everyone's like, shogun, do this, shogun, do that. But he's like, I don't want to hang out with the Straw Hats instead. But they're gone! Oh no! He's like, Zoro, teach me some sword techniques. But then everyone's gone. He's looking for everyone, including Yamato. Even though Yamato's on the roof. <laughs> he finds Hiyori, and she's like, yeah, they left. They're, they're already heading out. They said their goodbyes. Hinamon also missed them, and they're like, upset about this. And as a... Brooke will point out in the next episode. They're the two that have hung out with them the longest. So not sure, not sure how that happened, but it, they did. And Yamato's like, yeah, sitting on the roof. And then we go to the port where we see our uh, our three captains worth three billion arguing about. We can't set sail on the same day. That's gay. <laughs> Basically, that's fruity. They'll think we kiss and stuff. <laughs> they then well you should and they already do you're not you're, you're not beating the kissing alligator they and they also are picking different directions and luffy does luffy just says the middle one because there's the three needles in the log pose and i think i don't know if what kids uh, no kid says east and law says south something luffy says the middle one and law's like are you a child do you not know what directions are <laughs> absolutely not uh, but Luffy and Kid want the same one. They draw straws for it. Luffy loses. And he's like, but I'm the emperor and I lose the raffle. <laughs> and Kid's like, shut up about emperor business. The emperor that I'm mad about is this one. And he shows a, a poster for Cross Guild, which is Buggy, Crocodile, and Mihawk have somehow teamed up. Luffy's like, how has this happened? This guy's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. He can finally remember who Buggy is. Yeah, <laughs> Marineford did it, luckily. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. And Law's like, well, if these guys are working for him, I guess that is worthy of being an emperor. And even Zoro's <laughs> like, Mihawk wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't believe this at all. <laughs> Mihawk being like, oh, I don't have immunity from the law. I guess, I guess I'll... Hang out with this clown? <laughs> you ever just hang out with a clown because uh, you you lost your diplomatic immunity? Yeah. I mean, Crocodile lost his a long time ago. I want to know what he was doing in between Marineford and somehow ending up working with Buggy. <laughs> Him, like, Mihawk, world's strongest swordsman, but not as strong as Shanks, so not sure what that's about. And loses his immunity, like... Like, in between Acts 2 and 3 of Wano. Fine, whatever. Join someone who's got a really strong thing going on. Crocodile, I actually understand less. Because there's such a bigger gap of time. Yeah. <laughs> where I'm like, what were you doing? Where you end up teaming up with Buggy, of all people. But, I don't know. Not to, not to blatantly call me Hawk a fraud, but... <laughs> fraud Hawk. I, I'm, I'm glad that, uh... That crocodile still gets to like hang around. That's really that's cool that he's like one of the first like major major bad guys. And yeah, I just like crocodile a lot. <laughs> and, and it's cool that he's like, and it shows that it's not like he was we Luffy was just stronger, so that's why he won. It's like oh, Luffy figured out the the like trick to beating him and got lucky. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that affects that aging is like crocodile should probably have hockey, but whatever. <laughs> it's not that. I don't think I really care about. 
because I understand that it was invented later. Probably because he was like, oh man, how does he beat Smoker? <laughs> Shit. Oh, well. a, f- a fan? <laughs> gum gum pinwheel? Yeah, put him in a jar. <laughs> no, don't put him in a jar. Don't put him in a jar. Don't put him in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that um, <laughs> Buggy just decided he was the leader of the Cross Guild and Crocodile Mihawk don't give a shit enough to like say, no, fuck off. So, so that's that. Yeah, well, they, I mean, we checked on him ages ago and we saw that he was running this mercenary thing and like just picking up stronger people that are stronger than him to do stuff and then sort of coasting on all of their successes. Yeah. Uh, Cause we actually see Hyruden leave the cross guild at one point. It didn't have that name then. I don't think, um, or someone else from the straw hat fleet. I don't know. But then I guess at some point, Crocodile, I could see Crocodile or Mihawk taking up bounties because they're like bounties for Marines. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a buggy thing to me. That that seems like Crocodile's I, idea. <laughs> yeah, like Crocodile's idea. I could see that attracting Mihawk because like his thing was like when they pu- pulled away the uh, Warlord's thing was like, huh, it's been a while since I've been the hunted. <laughs> and it's like he's just flipping that around. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll go back and smurf regular people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's that's the cross guild situation. I love Buggy. I'm excited to see more of whatever the fuck he's dealing with. Um, how he how, how he fails to the top. And before the end of the episode, Law shares the road upon a glyph with Kid. He's like, it's only fair that you get the one that Kaido had too. And Kid's like, cool, now we have I think he has two of them, because he's I think he has one from Big Mom. Yeah. Luffy and Luffy has three. I don't know how many Law has. They they both have the Zo one, which feels vital. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how Blackbeard or Kid would get the Zo one. And then I think because I remember going through this in the Discord, I think the one that's missing is the one that used to be at Fishman Island, which is interesting to me, but I don't actually know if it matters at all. Just because the Fishman Island is also where they found the Joy Boy letter. But <laughs> Kid says, yeah, the 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 Maybe he does have three, because kids like the last one we need. We have to find the man with the burning scar. That's what my subtitles said. Did yours say that, or did they say marked by flames or something? They did say burning scar. Okay. I've seen it both ways, and people are like, Sabo. Somehow it's Sabo. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm going uh, Kizaru. Does he have a scar? I mean, he got pretty fucked up in his fight. He lost his like foot. Against Akainu, so. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, Okiji? Okiji, yeah, Okiji, not Kizaru. I was thinking it was mix up Kuzan. Yeah, there we go. Yes, yeah. Kuzan. I was, I was like, Kizaru is like made of light. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know if he has guys, but yes, no. There are also there are people who think it's Kuzan as well. But if he's hanging out with Blackbeard, that doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> but so I'm like, I would lean towards it being a new character we don't know about. But there are a handful of existing characters who weirdly fit the bill of, what, of whatever that means. Marked by flames. Uh, Robin perks up at this, so maybe she knows something that we don't know. She loves to reveal information as soon as Oda knows what it is and introduces it into the story. Um, and Luffy's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And they're like, well, you're never going to find it then, I guess, loser. <laughs> Maybe you should and, wake up and pay attention. Yeah, fucking idiot. Luffy's like, it's not my job. I have people for that. <laughs> I just do big punch. And the episode ends with Yamato making a decision, which is to live like Odin, which is just vague enough. 
that it doesn't mean much for what we think that he's going to do. But they're going to go to Luffy, and we'll see that actually not in the next episode. Uh, but in, but before we get to 1084, we we do have to take an ad break. We gotta we gotta go to the snack zone. The snack zone. We're in the snack zone. I can't believe we didn't do, say that last time. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I opened the ad, but Jory, they said it first. I'm not taking. I'm not stealing <laughs> joke valor or zone valor. Original zone. Do not steal. <laughs> You know, you could get a stamp of that made. I feel like you've you've coined enough zones. <laughs> but we're here in the snack zone, copyright pending, to talk about our sponsor again this month, Sakura Co. and Tokyo Treat, who sent us some more boxes. We actually switched boxes this time. Yeah. So I got the Sakura Co. box, which uh, the theme for the upcoming month is holidays in Hokkaido. Not to be confused with Kaido. Some, the, the man <laughs> your tokyo treat theme was snacktacular christmas you can really see the divide of the two brands <laughs> yeah that's a, it's even more obvious here it, it is fun that like they have two such like wildly different brands how the soccer co is very like localized like traditional treats and stuff and then tokyo treat is like a curated trip mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, I could ab- I absolutely see the appeal. Sakura Ko sent me a really nice box with a bunch of handmade holiday treats. Um, last time we talked about getting the chopsticks. This time I got a little, a little what's called a yuzen dish. Is what it's called, an indigo yuzen dish, which is nice. Ooh. Which we did use for uh, my favorite treat that came in the box. It's Baumkuchen confection. It's like a little cake, but it's like a little bag of bites, basically. But they make up a little circle if you take all of them out of the out of the bag at once i'll post a picture probably on the on our twitter alongside our video of us going through our boxes again but that was definitely my favorite treat in the box there was a bunch of other um cakes cookies there's a, a matcha tea and uh mochi which was fun to try uh, shout out to katakuri Ooh. um there was daifuku again and that's a man as well <laughs> so sh- shout out to Daifuku, which was fun because I got to be like, oh, by the way, like I, I referenced that to my my partner. I was like, oh, that's a One Piece guy. And they're like, yeah, I know. He's in my deck. He's in my One Piece deck. <laughs> that's why I know that they, they run a big mom deck. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the, then, of course, the, the wonderful guidebook not only tells you what everything is, but goes through some of the winter traditions in Hokkaido. It's the northern part of Japan. The winter season is uh, apparently traditional time to have a lot of these snacks. It's the milk and chocolate cookie, milk mochi, uh, butter, a lot of cookie, butter cookie as well, which was pretty good. Um, They apparently pair really well with the tea. I haven't tried the matcha tea yet. And I did mention the tableware item of the month which was the indigo using dish. But yeah, tell me about your Tokyo treat box. Yeah, it's the Snacktacular Christmas. I know cr- Christmas is a weird one in Japan. I've known this through like osmosis, through like anime and games and just like fun trivia about Japan that like just after U.S. occupation and stuff, there's a lot of like stuff that's just bled into their culture, like Christmas being a big one. The The little guidebook has a fun thing of like explaining how the KFC thing got started in Japan. And part of it was like, Air Force men or like just 
people from America or other parts of the world that celebrate Christmas, you can't find turkey anywhere. And I'll go to KFC. Chicken's the next closest thing. And then yeah. it kind of just became a thing and they turned it into it. It has, the, of course, the fun tidbit of you have to reserve your bucket of chicken up for Christmas if you want to have chicken on Christmas because of how busy KFC is during like, I'm pretty sure the last, like the week of Christmas, you, you just can't go eat at a KFC because they're busy preparing everyone's like That's Christmas wild. KFC dinners. But it has, uh, of course, the classic, if you're getting Japanese snacks, they, uh, they had a Kit Kat strawberry chocolate cake flavor. Oh, that sounds good. Which was, uh, which was pretty good. It tastes like, like a strawberry chocolate cake. Like it's in the name, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's it's closer to the flavor name than you expect because it's just like yeah, chocolate cake with like a subtle strawberry flavor. Mm-hmm. Everything was just like a fun like uh, having has like had like fun Christmas like packaging on it. I know like strawberry cake is a very like Christmassy thing in Japan as well. There was a, a milk based soda which was very interesting. I know milk is like. A bigger flavor in japan than it is elsewhere yeah i think we might it might have come up when we talked about the yogurt soda we tried as well yeah the book also has like a section about different like uh fast food christmas treats one of them that was interesting me was getting like an entire christmas dinner on a pizza with like hell yeah roast, roast beef now, and now like garlic potatoes and stuff palate. like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> My my favorite thing for my box last month was the like black molasses Corinto, and then this one has a snow sugar Corinto, which is the same thing, just with like a lighter sugar instead nice. of a dark sugar. <laughs> it's a lot of great stuff that uh, you, our yeah. dear listener, could try as well. You can get a discount on your on your first box using code Jewelry Joe J O R Y J O. Uh, for $5 off of your first box, either Tokyo Treat or Sakura Co., go to team.tokyotreat.com slash watching one piece or team.sakura.co forward slash watching one piece, respectively. If you're having trouble typing those out, they should be in the show notes. Absolutely. And we, we do have a, a block in our Discord that has the easy access links as well. Yep, Discord, Twitter, we post it everywhere to make it easy to find it if you're interested. And again, you can go to our Twitter to find our video of us going through our boxes with a little bit of voiceover if you want to get a quick look at it. No, thanks a ton for sending us these boxes again. Um, and one more thing I'll say... You know, it, it really makes you feel cool when you get to share it with your friends. One of my favorite parts is, like, when we have friends over for, like, D&D nights. I'm like, got a new box, guys. <laughs> and it's very exciting to to share it together. And you can also gift it as well. It's this season of gifting if you want to sign someone up for one of these boxes as well. But, yeah, thanks again for sending us the boxes, Tokyo Treat and Sakura Co. Yeah, it's always fun trying these. It's, uh, it's stuff that, like... If you if you ever like go to those, it's like grocery specialized grocery stores, like sections of a grocery store that have a lot of these snacks. You might get like choice paralysis, and it's nice to have it all like conveniently in a box, so you don't have to be like, mm-hmm. "Well, which one do I want?" You just open a box, and be like, "Oh, here's a bunch of fun stuff to yeah. try." Curated, <laughs> exclusive. Thanks again, and we'll get back to talking about I don't know Buggy, what Buggy's up to right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably what's happening in the episode that this is going into. I, I mean, I know for a fact that it is. So. <laughs> I'm excited to record the full episode. <laughs> I mean, uh, go back to talking about yes, that. Yes, return this is to. Being much like the live Patreon names. Mm-hmm. Well, that's actually true. Now we do do those left. <laughs> <laughs> Ten eighty four. What a beautiful day in Wano. <laughs> Everyone can eat, and they're doing that. And we see Luffy go to 
the the ruins of the Odin Castle. The narrator reminds us of of it getting blown up by Kaido, and Luffy's like thinking of Odin, and I'm kind of surprised why he would do that. Doesn't strike me like history legacy doesn't really strike me as something Luffy cares about. I mean, I guess he did go up to the execution stand in Logetown. That's the only other example I can think of. But anyways, he does this. And so the Akazaya 9 show up as well, or some most of them, I guess. Because Keen, this is this happens earlier, is the other thing the narrator explains. This happened before they just are at the port. Because in this scene, they're like, yeah, we're leaving. And he says goodbye to everyone who is here, which is uh, not including Momonosuke and Kinemon. But they show up and they're also mourning their friends and... Uh, Odin and saying that they're they're pledging to make Wano safer and better going forward. They have their memories of Odin, both the man and the food. And Luffy's like, yeah, I'm leaving. They thank him. And then Carrot shows up and cries and thanks them for all of their adventures together. It's like, I'll remember them always. And she mentions that she passed Zoro and then we go to see him in the forest pour, pouring one out for Pedro and Yasui. You know, two guys who did in fact die. You know, I, I like that they, uh, <laughs> they're really driving home that Pedro is dead. For He's exploded. He's not coming back. So there's not no coming back. <laughs> these are two characters. You can't think, oh, what if they what if they survived? No, they're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Then Pedro comes up and looks at his own grave. <laughs> he's like, just like Pell. Pell can do it. So can I. <laughs> Peldro, but uh, no, I think they're they're dead for real. But I just think it's it's interesting how Pedro gets wedged into like he's so important for Wano's future as well. And I'm like, that's not really the vibe I get from him blowing himself up. No, we talked about this plenty on the podcast, but just like two special graves for Yasui and Pedro, and I'm like, I feel like these are two different contexts. Yeah, they're two totally different uh, sacrifices. Yeah. I guess there's a Venn diagram, but I don't think they're a circle. <laughs> Zoro shares a drink specifically with Yasui, and it reminded me that they actually hung out for a while. I kind of forgot because it was so long ago. But Yasui's introduction is hanging out with Zoro and uh, taking Zoro back to his town. Zoro's like the one who oh, yeah. discovers like what's up with all these laughing people. Feels like an un-Zoro thing to do, but also, I mean, it happened because kind of because he just got lost. So <laughs> I guess it works out. But Otoko, Yasui's a uh, child, and uh, Hiyori also show up and join him. And he talks to Hiyori about the sword. He's like, I'm not giving it back, by the way. <laughs> and talks about scarring Kaido with it. And she's like, I'll miss you. I love you so much. She doesn't actually <laughs> say that, but that's what people are making jokes about it online. It's like, I'll miss you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then I got to go argue with a blonde guy. <laughs> Sorry, my boyfriend needs me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, their conversation's nice. I don't really have much notes about it, but a lot less happening in this episode than the last one. We just go back to the port where Frankie is fixing up the boat and his old boss, the the little man, the little uh, carpenter man who was also drawn like in like volume one of one piece or something i don't know oh yeah <laughs> it was explained to us and it's very funny that it was like i don't know a super carpenter fixed this door and that's why there's a cont continuity issue between panels <laughs> his twin works in wano but he's like like uh he's like yelling at frankie calling him dumb for fixing everything before he could help and then he cries when he leaves and also 
Frankie cries. Frankie cries about anything, but he, he cries about the old man leaving. Or they call each other dumb. I love masculinity. It's so cool. Uh, and then we have a nice sequence of sexy Usopp. Yeah, he's getting like custom clothes made, and he's thinking about, man, I'll be so fucking cool once I get these clothes. <laughs> I don't know if that he's actually getting clothes because he just says he needs a ton of black fabric for a secret, and he tells the man mm. what it is. We don't know, but yes, he at first the guy's just like showing off all of these like different fabrics they have, and he does have a little fantasy about like, oh, I could wear a nice. Uh, black kimono or a red one and everyone would think I'm so sexy the hottest man in Wano and he's like no 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 I actually am here for a different reason but we don't know what it is I'm sure we'll find out in the next episode I think I'm assuming I'm assuming it's an end of Wano thing and not like a truly a secret tool for later uh, Soga King 2 Soga King 2 he's made of cloth <laughs> the peggle guy Soga King 2 he does a jump <laughs> I mean, he should. <laughs> I would love to see Usopp do that jump. He'd be really good and then at just, it. Just, just walk off stage. <laughs> Outside, Sanji is serving soba just to people, various people, but then he serves some to the woman that he saved with the mouse. I don't know her name, but she's horned up. She's very interested in him. And, and he's normal. Yeah, similar to when uh, Pudding was like into him and he was like, oh, I got to cook the cake. I got to I got to I got to make sure everything's OK. He's just completely oblivious to that. She's into him. I mean, it really like with Pudding, a nice one off. Not even a bit like because it, it's, you know, it lasts for a while. And he does hard eyes over her a couple times. But like this really <laughs> feels like. He is attracted most to women not liking him. <laughs> I'm like, at this point, I think I think we might have a problem with with Sanji emotionally, where he is he is drawn most to degradation. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, he he does have the he does have the history for it. Yeah, no, he's a Saiyan. He's a canonically a bottom. <laughs> it's fine. He's the power bottom. He's providing most of the power. That's a, yeah, it's I mean, it's a crazy scene, too, because like the mouse is like hanging out in her cleavage and he's like, ah, coochie, coochie, coo to the little mouse. Ha ha. And like not horny at all. And <laughs> understandably, she's like, damn, my man's hand is like really close <laughs> to to, so, to some sensitive zones and he doesn't care at all. And she's like blushing and he's like, I'm going to miss you. Or are you going to come back to Wano? Well, then Robin shows up, and he melts for her instead. <laughs> and uh, Rob, Robin Chuan makes her soba. And uh, Brooke is there, who is, who is now Robin's boyfriend. Uh, my relationship ended with Frankie. I am now hanging out with uh, the Man of Bones. And he's like, I want mine the same way. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And, and the, the uh, pink hair lady seems to like be like, oh, all right. I see. I see who he's into. Okay. You have to, get, you have to become murder mommy is is the only way that i mean i mean that's not true because obviously he likes nami as well you have to be mommy or nami uh let's see suru who was also who was horny previously she's not horny now she's just kind of feeding people in the town that they're rebuilding uh luffy and otama get to share a bowl of uh what is it soup red bean soup is it yeah a nice mirror to the beginning of uh the arc and she savors she prays and savors her food first this makes a suru and me emotional i'm not really sure why i was but like poetry rhymes i guess and uh luffy's like i'll never forget when you shared your rice with me you know that was important glad that now you can eat however much you want i did it i saved you and he leaves 
And she she's reminded of Ace leaving, and she cries and thanks him again. And she's like, everyone in my life who's important to me leaves. It's like, Jesus, you are the saddest child in existence. She is pretty sad. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. what's sa- I, It's tough, because <laughs> Otoko can't have any emotion other than laughter. That's true. And watched her dad die and laughed at, at it. So, like, that's kind of sad, too, but we don't linger on it the same way. No. She she prayed at his grave earlier, and it was pretty pretty restrained. I don't know. I don't know. Everything's sad. That's one piece. Surely we're not going to get the saddest backstory ever somehow coming up soon. Oda Oda couldn't couldn't still be topping himself, right? You know, the the last one we get has got to be uh got to be just like the most devastating. That's when we'll get like Shanks's. <laughs> mm. Shanks 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 has abused childhood. <laughs> yeah. Oro Jackson. He was I mean, he was found in a we know he was found in a box. He was found in a cabbage patch. Uh is a baby then though. I don't want to talk about Shanks. <laughs> but I'm yeah, I got I was gonna ask if you had a guess of who's whose last backstory is gonna be the saddest one, and your guess is Shanks. So. It's the you know that that's that's who, who the only one I can I can think of that would be the last big reveal. Yeah. When we get more about him. One one day Oda will write his last flashback and you won't realize it. <laughs> It'll be the last time he, he picked you up and put you down. <laughs> now we go back to the present, though, at the port for them deciding to leave. Chopper gives a gift for Beppo. I don't know if it's Rumble Balls or something. I, I, I think I might know. <laughs> I'm like, I might be saying that because I, I know that or I'm, I don't know if I'm guessing or not. Is it a half memory? Is it a guess? I'm not sure. Also, Chopper's like, I don't know if it will work for you. <laughs> Nami asks Luffy, are you sure about leaving? We haven't actually said goodbye to Kinemon or Momonosuke yet. They were with us the longest. And Luffy's like, I know that they'll come. It's fine. Like, I'm not worried about them showing up before we actually leave. Uh, and that's our to be continued. We, we are still not out of Lano yet. We will maybe be done next time when Momonosuke races to the port. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think, um, I mean, we'll definitely be done by the end of the year. And then I don't know. I think the next arc might officially be starting next year. If the math lines out just because there's a, you know, the typical, here's all the scary big world stuff before an arc really starts. I don't know. This arc is at a weird structure too. Cause there's like, it's not exactly an act structure like Wano, but we jump around a lot. The end of One Piece has been kind of crazy. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> uh, I'm not surprised. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's it for our episode today. We got our two episodes, and we'll be back next week for 1085. Wrapping up. I mean, maybe wrapping up Wano. But if not next week, then presumably the week after. I don't know. Maybe they do a whole extended filler arc. Sanji has to go find groceries and uh, <laughs> Daddy the Father's back. Oh, hell yeah. Can't wait. I love Daddy the Father. Bring back him. Uh, they bring back uh, Foxy's back for some fucking reason. Yo! What's, what's Foxy up to? <laughs> we talked about a lot doing? of like end game theories in this episode. And I, one of my favorite ones that actually comes up in the Discord quite a bit <laughs> is uh, that the Davy back fight will actually be very important. <laughs> So I hope that that's true. You know, I do hope that they're like that's the only way that we can have Luffy go against Shanks is if they do a Davy bag fight. 
I'm like, okay, yeah. And then you have what Yasop trading off Yasop and Usop onto different crews. <laughs> so you, we're bringing your kid. <laughs> we're trading you for your kid. <laughs> yeah, we we we're just upgrading. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. We'll always get Jory's correct predictions at the end of the episode. Before we get into the plugs, I'll I'll remind everybody we we did our ad earlier. Unless you're a patron, you know, get your your first to- uh, discount off your first Tokyo Treat or Sakura Co. box. Uh, there's a link and the discount code in the description, and then our Discord somewhere, and it'll be in our Twitter as well, where we tweet the video of our box or Twitter as we are watching OP, but you can use code JORYJO, J-O-R-Y-J-O for $5 off your first Tokyo Treat box through the link team.tokyotreat.com slash watching one piece. Same also applies for Sakura Co at team.sakura.co forward slash watching one piece. Supports us, gets you a discount on uh, some, some nice treats and boxes. Get one for a friend or a family member who you think would like to try the stuff. Holidays coming up. Uh, pretty good gift. It's a lot of fun. And they're themed boxes. That's the other thing. Is they're yeah. like they're they're Christmas themed for the month of December and then maybe you, I don't know, get a couple months for it. I don't know what January is yet, but we'll tell you in a couple in a couple weeks. <laughs> but yeah, and then if you, you know, want to support us even more directly, you can support us by getting the boxes, but if you want to support us even more directly, you can uh join us on Patreon, patreon.com/ we are watching OP, where you'll get these episodes a little bit early without the extended ad breaks, and we do those once a month. We also shout out the names of all of our patrons, which we'll do later in the episode, and I do not. I think it's my turn. I think so. That sounds right in my head. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember doing it at all recently, which means you probably did it last. Uh, but first, I will ask Jory, where could people find you on the internet if they wanted to do that? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, on any sort of website where my posts are there at no, I'm Jory. On on Blue Sky, I'm Jory Zone. That's the only like real difference because I have that URL. Otherwise, I don't know, you can see my uh, see my posts. Uh, my dog, uh, he's doing okay after surgery. I think he, I he doesn't like that. He doesn't get to hang out on the couch. I think that's the biggest problem so far. Mm-hmm. You can see all the crazy things I got going on, like uh, watching wrestling or playing video games. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> see all the bad movies that I watch. Yeah, didn't you just watch like C- another C-Tom movie? Yeah, the, that guy is fucking... Uh, that's, I, one more movie of the C-Tom collection and then I'm done. And you know what? Be- people talk about Neil Breen being, the sc- being like a scary, weird guy the government needs to watch. I'd say people need to w- keep an eye on Tom Charlie, but everything points to him just being dead, so they don't need to oh, watch okay. him anymore. <laughs> they should watch whoever has his hard drives. That's who. Yeah. <laughs> Truly finding, like, the most bottom-of-the-barrel fucking weird movies and vanity projects. There's a whole world out there beyond the room in Sharknado that people don't know about. I don't know if they want to. <laughs> I don't think they do, <laughs> realistically. I don't. I'll just live, not even live vicariously, but just kind of like, I don't have to have morbid curiosity because I'm friends with you. You can just see and then go, oh, thank God I'm not doing that with my life. Coming up on four years of doing this shit. Thank you for your service. Uh, What about you? Uh, You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. Really, Twitter just somehow gets worse every day. 
working away on some documentary stuff. Did have a you know my festival stuff last month in Florida, but honestly, I post more about it in the Mark with a C Discord. <laughs> so uh, that's really it. But eventually, you know, I know that some people are still on Twitter and 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 Blue Sky and uh, whatever else. So whenever I do have something to share again, I'll post it there. But I'm just not gonna regularly post anytime soon. But that's really about it that I have to plug. And well, you can hit me up for the pro cam footage of Joe's documentary. I'll send you the torrent link. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cam rip. <laughs> They're like, did you have to rent a theater to even make a cam rip of it? But it'd be funny. It's it's the way the uh, it's the artistic intent is to watch it that way. Yeah, honestly, I think it I think it works thematically with the. With the text. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's really about it. Uh, I'll plug again our Twitter for the podcast is we are watching OP where we primarily tweet out, you know, when episodes are coming out or dumb jokes or we retweet a lot of fan art or dumb jokes or good jokes sometimes uh, about One Piece and whatever. We also have our Discord. You can join. There's a link in our show notes and in our Twitter bio. And again, we'll tweet out a video and about the boxes that we went through this month thanks again for them sending us thanks again to anyone who uh checks it out and uses our code helps us out gets you some snacks everybody wins that's how capitalism works i think it's about everybody winning right yeah 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 um but yeah i think that that's what else do we plug for i think that's it for this month. oh i guess our patreon again patreon.com slash we are watching op where uh again you know for just a dollar a month you get these episodes early without the longer ad breaks and they're going to shout out everybody's name right now. So thank you to AZ couple, Adam B, Adam W, Alex, Ali, Anton, Becca, blue sunrise, Brittany, Cappy, captain, Moak, Chad, chance, Connor, Dame, Damien, David, a David D Deus Equus, Eric V fig forest, Foony gauge, Glenn, Gordon, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Jacob, Jiminy's journal, Joe, Joe Minnie, John 10, Josh, Junesong91, Caitlin, Kat, Ken, King Mr. Mew, Kyle, Lena, Luffy would free Palestine. I, I co-signed that. Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Maggie, Magtui Sarah, Mallory, Martha, Mick Foley, 299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, my neck, my back, my Plutussy and Wano's crack, Nicholas J, <laughs> Nick, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Raish, Riley. Rodsters, Roger, Ryan Screed, Snowy Scale, Space Jockey, Span, Dan, Stephen D, Stephen R, Daniel, The Cat Fangs, The Lost Crab Rangoon, Tony, Trey, Vedicky, Verdigree, Ya Boy, and Jory in Katakana, I think, or Kanji or something. Um, although, if you Google Translate, it actually says Jolly. Uh, so owned. That, that, yeah, because the uh, Japanese doesn't really have an R. So, yeah, so that's about as close as you can get. So no, I'm jolly. I mean, it is the Christmas season now. So oh, that's all. Uh, thank you, thank you, everybody, for supporting us on Patreon. Went a whole episode without talking about the card game. So uh, congrats <laughs> to us. Oh fuck, fuck, shit, gun. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm excited for Yellow Green Yamato. That's it. So Jory, what happens next time on One Piece? Oda followed along with, with the character polls he sees that how much people like Kid Law and Luffy hanging out. And I think 
They're all going to set sail, and because of hilarious ineptitude by all of the crews, they're just going to end up meeting up at the same point again. And then they're going to be like, okay, fuck you guys. We need to split up. Everyone's going to think we're gay. And then they're going to try it again. And just through a comedy of errors, they're just going to keep meeting up until they realize, ah, shit, we just got to adventure together. Yeah, we just actually are gay. (laughs) It's going to expand the cast into both the crews. And we're going to learn about the different underlings and and learn more about just killer and kids crew and just... uh, Beppo, uh, who isn't like Jean Bart? Isn't that the like pirate guy they freed? Yeah, in? <laughs> isn't a lot part of Law's crew. Um, yeah. There's also Heat in Kids Crew, which we have not seen in ages. Oh, These yeah. are names I know because of the card game. <laughs> the uh, the like twin guys, either they're twins or lovers. Not sure. There's a very dangerous line I'm I'm crossing by saying there. <laughs> 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 Gotta get to learn more about them. Yeah, and that's all gonna happen next time. All, all of that somehow. All that entire timeline. But until then. <gasps> to Bobby. be continued. continued.